So we've mentioned it several times already. We didn't forget everybody. We're going to talk about Zlatan right now. We're going to talk about LA Galaxy, LAFC, El Trafico coming up. We've got Matt here. He's going to break everything down. Uh, Matt, give us this. What do you think is going to happen with LA Galaxy versus LAFC and the impact that Zlatan will have not only on that game but the league? Uh, hello. Well, first of all, Reed, thank you again for having me on. Always been a big fan of MLS Fantasy Boss, and I'm glad to now be a two-time uh, capped member of the podcast. Um, this has been a question that is two-time. Yes, uh, this has been a question that has fascinated and befuddled and kept me awake at nights, basically since uh, the rumors actually finally came good uh, last week when it was initially reported on Monday, thinking that they were coming close to a deal. I was kind of a, oh, we've heard this before, ESPN FC for the last four years, don't really care. But once it finally became a reality and then, you know, Zlatan was, you know, in the little video now next to the lion wearing an LA Galaxy kit. Um, this has been a question that's been on my mind. I am really curious to see how they end up playing from a stylistic standpoint. Um, I wrote an editorial on, you know, how Zlatan affects the team tactically um, at LastHornOnSoccer.com. Matt Doyle had a really good piece sort of questioning the how does he fit on Zlatan and Ola Kamara? How does that affect the relationship with Giovanni Dos Santos and the overall team? So honestly, I have no idea. But that said, I think, you know, as far as Galaxy talent is concerned, this this is a good problem for um, <clears throat> Siggy Smith to deal with. The first question I think everybody's going to have read is where is Latan from a health fitness standpoint? Has been playing for Manchester United. You're looking at back-to-back -back Premier League seasons in which he had a serious knee injury that, you know, against mere mortals, uh, even in their prime age-wise, would probably end or severely hamper a soccer player's career. Obviously, Latan, as we all know, is our supreme deity, and we should bow down to him. So he, if anybody can come back from this, it would be him. Um, but you know, I would say I, I'm really skeptical about whether or not he actually gets into this game on Sunday against LAFC. Everything that I've heard is paperwork visa-wise. That should all be cleared. So from a legal FIFA and MLS standpoint, he should be eligible and available for selection on Saturday. Um, we don't know when he'll actually start training with the team or what that's going to look like. The Galaxy were off today. So probably a little bit better to wait and see whether or not he's fit in with that. Um, Olu Kamara should be back from international duty at that point, so he should be available. And the two Dos Santos brothers, uh, Mike, you can elaborate on that a little bit later, but you know, are kind of up in the air right now. So I'm not really sure how he's going to affect the LA LAFC game just because there's so many moving variables. It's a question of whether or not he gets on the field. Um, on the field, I think at best you're looking for a better version of what Robbie Keane was with this team, a absolute leader on the field, you know, a ruthless striker in front of goal who is going to put up numbers and drag his team to the playoffs kicking and streaming if he has to on the other side uh, as I tweeted immediately after this became official I think the full tweet was um, uh, real talks Laton suffers no fools either Giovanni Dos Santos is going to actually have to perform or Laton is going to kill him in training sessions so uh, for me I think the Zlatan effect on the galaxy from a performance standpoint is going to be very binary either he is going to make them a MLS Cup contender in the Western Conference, or he's single-handedly going to burn Subhub Center to the ground so he can rule over the ashes. <laughs> well, let's talk about the mental impact that he has on other teams. I, I think that's something that uh, could really be beneficial to LA Galaxy going into this game. LAFC already has a couple of great road wins, a good bit of form <clears> before <throat> their, their buys that just happened. Is he the kind of player who could just frustrate LAFC on this winning streak? 
Uh, I think absolutely, even if he's not a factor in this game, you know, I certainly think the Galaxy aren't going to show their hand as to whether or not he'll be in the 18 or even be available um, if they can absolutely get away with that. So certainly from the standpoint of when is he going to be ready? Will he be ready? He's going to be in the back minds of everybody else. You know, everyone knows what Ola Kamara is going to be able to do. They know at about average where Giovanni DeSantos is going to end up. They have a pretty good idea of where Roman Alessandrini will be if he's completely healthy, but Zlatan coming into this league is a completely different beast you know I would say that you know in his prime you know if he's able to get to you know where he was with Man U you know about 18 months ago I think you know on any given day he can be as terrifying as a Sebastian Giovinco or Ignacio Piatti or Diego Valeri in terms of frustrating defenders and then absolutely haunting them from you know the first minute all the way until the final whistle so I think the the mental aspect of what he brings is not only is going to be both in whether or not he factors into coming into the game and then once he's actually on the field regardless of what version of Zlatan we get you know maybe we're going to get second year Drogba or what Steven Gerrard was for the LA Galaxy when he came over as a DP even if they end up getting that you still have to respect what he's done from a career standpoint from what you've seen from the highlights and everything so at worst case scenario he's a decoy that's going to make life a lot easier from Oman Alessandrini cutting inside or Ola Kamara trying to find the ball with his head. So Blaine and Mike and I were talking a little bit before you joined us tonight in the show, and I've had some conversations with people about this online. What is your opinion, and Mike and Blaine, feel free to chime in during this one. Is this a step back or a step forward for LA Galaxy? Is it a step forward to try to help reinvigorate the club after the last season, or is this a step back to MLS 2.0 when we're trying to get these big-name players to come in when we don't need that anymore? I, for me personally, and I'll admit some bias because of even before Zlatan was with Manchester United, Man U is my uh, English Premier League team. So I will admit some bias coming from this. I still think if you have a chance to get the, from a brand standpoint, the third biggest name in world football for me, you know, obviously it's uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, and then Zlatan. I think you move heaven and earth in order to try and get that guy. So um, certainly from a business standpoint, you know, we can talk about, you know, from a salary cap standpoint, how the guy you were able to make getting him on a TAM level contract reportedly $3 million over two years from a business standpoint. That is a knockout of the park in jersey sales, ticket sales, merchandise, and sponsorship. He is going like that's already going to be a net profit for the Galaxy. And I think for the league as well, you know, in terms of, you know, people showing up to see Zlatan when the Galaxy go on the road. So from a business standpoint, I still think it's a step forward, even if this is still, you know, kind of a retread. Let's get an old European star to sell tickets i still think that helps the league from a business standpoint from an on the field standpoint as i reiterated you know what are we getting are we getting drogba when he came in for six months with montreal and you know resurrected them on the way to the playoffs or are we getting old steven gerrard old uh, um Pirlo, maybe Frank Lampard, you know, in his first year in mls i think that's kind of the question that we have in terms of whether or not he fits for the galaxy and improving the league on the field mike blaine uh, I mean, as far as like whether it's 2.0, if you can get someone with the potential of Zlatan on a TAM level contract, I, I certainly understand the move. You know, with between like Matt said, with the ticket sales, and you're going to make your money back, and you're going to try to you know make a gamble to try to put yourself back into the first place in the LA area, which I mean, LAFC I think has really moved past them in terms of marketing and the excitement and the stadium and all of that. Uh, there's been really a depression around the galaxy. Uh, over the past month, and this is a chance to change it. Now, whether it will work out for him, I don't know. Personally, I don't think so. I'm not as worried as much about the retired 
an old aspect, although that is a concern of mine, uh, whether his injury history is just too much to overcome. I'm more worried about the fit of Zlatan in MLS in general, not just in um, L.A. <clears throat> and one of the things I think I would point to is the anonymous survey that ESPN conducted with um, all the players. And they talked about the managers they respected. Well, one of the leading managers was Patrick Vieira. Now, why was that? It's because he had won. He had won World Cups and he had done it. He had commanded that respect with the players. And so my big question with Zlatan is, is he going to listen to Siggy Schmidt when he tells him to pass to Ola Kamara? <laughs> I just don't think so. And, and look, I've read Zlatan's book. I have an autographed copy of Zlatan's book because I wanted a Twitter contest, random trivia fact. But And I read that book, and he doesn't get along with Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola, one of the greatest managerial minds, probably the greatest of our generation. And he's like, and he asked me to do some things I didn't want to do, and I didn't want to do it. So, you know, I am a Ferrari. You know, he was trying to make me use. Zlatan does not want to be put in a system. Zlatan wants to be the star of the show. He wants to be the center of attention. And so unless Siggy Smith is willing to bow down to him and let Zlatan run the show, it's not going to work. The only manager who has been able to get Zlatan to move into his system has been Jose Mourinho. That's why you saw the success that he had at Manchester United. Uh, I'm very skeptical that Siggy Schmidt is going to be able to get that because Siggy Schmidt really hasn't won anything. Even in, by MLS standards, all he's won is a supporter shield. He hasn't won uh, MLS Cup, if, if I remember right. But he's certainly not a prestigious coach like, for example, a Patrick Vieira, one of these World Cup veterans would be. And, and so is, is it going to work out? I'm very doubtful it's going to work out. You don't put Zlatan in a system. The system is Zlatan. Exactly. <laughs> We have that. Well, he's coming to the game now. He is 10 million, which is what I guessed he would be from the beginning. Here it is. Uh, the, the Just getting down to the point of it right now. Uh, Matt, Mike, and Blaine, is he going to be in your team this week, Matt? Um, I, everything that I am doing in terms of selecting players for both LA Galaxy and LAFC is going to wait until I get the starting 11s and the 18s, the lineups for the game. Obviously, the Galaxy have a number of injuries that have them with some serious question marks. Mike, I'll let you speak to you know what's going on with uh, their 3DPs and what's going on with that second center back's position that's going to be available. And you know, we only have two road games uh, in which you know I think uh, LAFC was definitely coming in to try and counter you know receive and counterpunch and I think particularly for this game given the fact that they won't have to travel a whole lot I assume they'll won't even be in a hotel for uh going down to StubHub Center on Saturday um and then in addition the uh rivalry that they're going to have they might come out with you know a little bit more impetus to sort of dictate the play I think that could also vary what Bob Bradley does from an offensive standpoint so um I'm waiting to see what ends up happening you know obviously you know Ramon Alessandrini and um Ola Kamara are two the big the two big names for the galaxy i'm looking at um i really like what i've seen out of jorgen selvik you know on the other side you could certainly go with a walker zimmerman and depending on just how they play you know you can't you probably can't go wrong with carlos verla or um diego rossi even though i think most people probably overplay rossi because they're gonna see that oh he scores 15 points a game because he destroyed um uh, Real Salt Lake, and I think Rolf Felcher and Ashley Cole are going to be much more aware of gap control with uh the wingers for lafc cutting inside 
I really, I really wish that they were going to have a hotel because I could totally see Zlatan just having some sort of massive party, finding out and having a huge party there, just keeping them up all night and being like, what? I, I really want to be the person, or I want to watch the person who tells Zlatan that they have to fly um, an uncharted plane. That's what I want to <laughs> He's got the um, money. He'll just pay for the plane tickets for the whole team. He just, he just has his own. He'll just fly that um, way. You asked if he's going to be in my team. For me, it's no. I, I think his best case scenario is he comes off the bench with the way the price system has been coming in at 10.0. Um, he's going to be massively punished unless he scores a goal. So for me, it's too much of a risk with price so important right now. Um, I, I suspect he may not be even 18 at all this week. Um, I'm still not sure where he is injury-wise. LA seems to be unsure if he's going to be coming in at all. I, I think he probably misses this game, but they're kind of leaving it open to try to get some extra ticket sales at StubHub. Um, but yeah, to me, with the price system the way it is, unless you're certain someone is going to be able to start, and obviously with rolling transfers, you can see, but uh, as as a backup sub, which is what's most likely, no, he's probably looking at like a 0.5 uh, price decrease this week if he subs. Just makes yeah, it more affordable. Absolutely. Yeah, there's absolutely yeah. no way I'm putting him in my lineup this week. And actually, if I see him start, I may consider loading up on a few more LAFC starters or attacking players. Um, I think his presence in that first game, if he starts, is going to really shake up the chemistry. And if they run him out there to start this week, um, I look for LAFC to roll all over him. Just the way they played against Real Salt Lake, and I know that's a different team, but I just they're they're clicking right now. And you throw that turmoil of a big name player coming in for the first game, everybody's gonna gonna go crazy and. You're not going to know what's going to happen. You don't know what the offense is going to do. They're going to be out of sync. Just, I'm no way I'm bringing him in this week. And I think the more minutes he gets early in the game, uh, probably the more detrimental he is to LA to start this off. Um, at most, I see him as a 30 minute sub this week, Ooh. but probably a five to 10 minute cameo at the end of the game just to give the fans what they want. Yeah, I think he makes it in. Uh... 30 seems a bit generous to me. I know some people on Reddit were asking if he was going to be a 70-minute sub. That, uh, I, I could see maybe a 70-minute, just kind of depending on how the game's going, because, I mean, LA, LAFC does does deserve some some credit for the success they've been having so far. Um, but, you know, I, I could see that, like, last 10 minutes or so, just depending on how the, the flow of the game is going, just to get him out there and, and, and get the face. Uh, last question... For you, Matt, when are you getting your Zlatan LA jersey? When am I getting my Zlatan LA jersey? Um, uh, I've been I've been contemplating getting a new LA Galaxy jersey for a while now. I don't have one of the updated sort of the um, Los Angeles blue secondary kits, so to speak. I guess the question that I really have right now is do I want it with Ibrahimovic or do I want it with Zlatan? on the back because normally he's always worn it with the last name even though obviously his first name is more present um and then the second question that i really have that i've been contemplating is do i go lowercase z capital a cap capital l capital a uh, as the hashtag slaton um has been doing so definitely thinking about it figuring out what i'm doing from a name standpoint and then i guess the other question um, i think he's been wearing number nine but um he's worn number 10 in the last couple of uh clubs in his uh career so i'm wondering whether or not he potentially steals that number 10 from giovanni dos santos so i probably want to see what he ends up wearing on the field for the first time um before making any sort of decision on that 
I think you just go with the hashtag as the name, and then your number would be the infinity symbol because he is forever, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I think that's man. If they take the Ted from Giovanni dos Santos, she is going to be like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> <laughs> that would be some bad stuff. All right. Well, thank you so much, uh, Matt, for that in-depth breakdown of what's going to happen here. Uh, and everyone listening out in Patreon, and those of you catching this bonus episode with our our bit deeper dive into the LAFC's Latan LA game that's that's coming up this week. El Trafico, as uh, people are calling this. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to tune back into the round five episode for our entire breakdown of round four and predictions for round five. It should be a real good one. Good luck. <laughs>